spoke to Moses face to face, Exodus 33:11, as, as man speaks to a friend. The Lord spoke to Moses face to face as man speaks to a friend. God wants to speak face to face with each and every one of us as man speaks to a friend. He wants to speak to us face to face. Adam and Eve were in the garden. They were walking and they were talking with God. God appeared to them, spoke to them, walked with them in the cool of the garden. He spoke with them face to face. The Spirit of God hovering. The Spirit of God wants you to come forth in boldness and godly confidence, speaking face to face. Are you speaking to Him? Are you speaking with Him face to face? What are you decreeing? What are you saying? What is your quiet time like? Moses had encounter after encounter, moment after Moses, moment after moment, as well as, as Adam and Eve in the garden where God walked with them. God wants to walk with you and he wants you to encounter him face to face. This is not a checklist. This is not, oh, what, let me pray for, you know, my checklist. Let's get this. No, it's a relationship. It's koinonia with God. And he wants you to just be, just be in his presence. Being, becoming as he is. Being in his presence when you gaze upon his glorious face. How do you speak to the God of creation face to face? How do you speak to the God that created you, that fashioned and formed you in his image? He knows our weaknesses. He knows our faults. He knows the areas of struggle, but he wants to speak to you face to face. He's beckoning you to come. He beckoned Moses. He drew him up in the mountain. He said, I want you to come. I want you to speak to me. I will anoint you. I will equip you to see what others don't see. But he's saying the same to us. Face to face encounters with the king. You're quiet time in the presence of the Lord is gazing at his beauty knowing that he in all of God's splendor is gazing back at you in all of his goodness his eyes are eyes like fire but that fire is a consuming fire of the love of God being deposited on the inside of you We've got to know this love of God like never before. We've got to know this incredible love of God. The Lord spoke to him. The Lord talked to Moses. And then in verse 11, he spoke to him face to face as man speaks to his friend. And he would return to the camp, but his servant, Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. I decree today that as for me, and I decree this over my house, and I'm referring to all of you, she will not depart from the tabernacle of God. She will not depart. She will walk in a whole new level. Stop allowing people's voices to pull you away from God's holiness. All that matters is His holiness. All that matters is his holiness, his purity. Yeah. Just breathe. Just take a breath right now. Just breathe, 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 breathe. Spirit of the Lord. Spirit of the Lord God, you're breathing through us. When we breathe, he breathes. 
Lord, we do not want to depart from your tabernacle. Father God, we commit to you this day, Lord God, that as you show us your glory, you've shown us your glory. He's shown us his glory. What has he been doing this whole morning? He's been showing us his glory. His glory is his holiness. His glory is his presence. His glory is him. He is the God of glory. The God of glory has displayed his glorious presence in and through this room today. And we have come and we've tasted and seen his goodness. Moses wanted to know God. Moses, a man of great humility, he wanted to know God. And when you read through in chapter 33 of Exodus, it says that Moses wanted to know God. It says this in verse 13. Therefore, he says, I pray, if I have found grace, that means favor. If I have found favor, say favor. Father, if I have found favor, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way. Show me your way. This is Moses. Moses, you already had the burning bush experience. Was that not enough, Moses? Moses, you've already been. You went up to Mount Sinai. God already spoke to you. He gave you the Ten Commandments. He showed you the articles and everything in the tabernacle. Moses, what are you saying, Moses? God, I just need to know you. The more that you get close to God, the closer you realize you have, there's more to go. You realize that there's more to go. We serve an endless God matchless God there's more to go keep keep coming keep coming saith the Lord Moses cried out Lord if I just want to know you if I have found grace favor grace which is favor in your sight show me now your way that I may know you this is his prayer this is his prayer how much more should it be our prayer God, I just want to know you. Some of you think you know God and you've allowed that lie of you've already reached the height of who he is. You've allowed that to stop you from pressing into the more of God. If Moses prayed and asked the Lord to reveal himself to him, after all the glorious encounters that he already had, how much more should we be pressing in for the same? How much more should we just continue and say, Lord, I just want to know you. I want to know your heart. I want to know your character. I want to know your presence. I want to know your power. I want to know you. Yes, in the fullness of your glory, God. I want to know you in the fullness of your glory, God. I want to know you in the fullness of your glory, God. Yes, God. That's my prayer for me and for all of us, that we would know him in the fullness of his glory and fullness of who he is, fullness of his nature. We keep reading in verse 13. Therefore, I pray if I have found grace, which is favor in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people. And then he said, and then he said, the Lord said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. 
He says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. When you stay in the rest of God, you stay in the purity of God, you stay in the will of God. When you stay in the rest of God, you stay in the will of God. When you're outside of the rest of God, you're outside of the will of God. The will of God is the rest of God. When you're in rest, you're in his will. When you're in fear, God is saying, stop eating, stop drinking from that well, and stop eating from that tree. I have a tree for you. I have a well for you. And worry and fear is not a part of it. When you step into the will of God, you step into the peace of God, and you walk in his glorious, tangible presence, and therefore you walk in his will. And when you walk in his will, you will fulfill the will of God. You will fulfill the calling of God that is on your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Moses did not want to leave his presence. Look at verse 15. He said to him, then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. Do not bring us up from here. Your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us. So we shall be separate. We shall be separate. We shall be separate. You're not supposed to fit in. You're not supposed to have this whole entourage of people that agree. God will always bring like unto like. God always separates himself, his people. But though the world does not understand you, Though the world does not, they did not understand Jesus. They ridiculed and mocked him. They tried to kill him and then they finally did, but yet he was the son of God. So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all of the people who are upon the face of the earth. And so the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. We serve a God who knows us by name. We serve a God that knows everything about us. He knows the number of hair on our head. He knows our lying down. He knows our waking up. He formed us. He knew us before we were formed, even in our mother's womb. We serve a God that knows everything. He knows our strengths and he knows our weaknesses. And he still chooses us. He still has chosen you for his end time harvest, for his glory to be revealed now on earth through you, through us. It's quite an assignment. And it only can be done as you stay yielded to him and you walk in step in his glorious presence. It only can be done. The minute that you step out of that realm and you step into, I got this, I can do this, you've stepped out of his perfect will. Can't do it like that. God will share his glory with no one. No one. But I decree over each and every one of you that the fire oh and i see it i see it i see it i see it i see the fire of god which is the fire of his presence just as in the tree the bush that was on fire but yet it didn't burn up just as when moses was gazing and and god caught his attention at first but i see the fire flames of fire on your heads flames of fire on your heads 
That flame of fire is going to continue to burn strong and bright for Jesus Christ. That flame of fire is God's anointing and his baptism. And today you've been baptized in the spirit of God. Today you've received a baptism in the spirit of the living God. Today you've received an anointing to change who needed to be changed and what needed to be changed. Today you received a confidence. Today you received a healing. Today there was mindsets that were changed. Today there was opportunities that are being opened up before you and you will see that wow, things are shifted. Things have changed. Things are shifting even now. The ground beneath your walk is different. But you got to know that God and what he has done on the inside of you, he has put you on a different ground, a different territory. What is it? What is it? What territory? It's a higher ground. You're walking on a higher ground. You're walking on a higher ground. And I believe that God is doing that not just for this church here, but for the people that come, some come and visit. God is there. There's a deposit that, that is being released even for those that come and visit. And they go and they take out. They take it. They take it. There's an increase. I see a higher ground, a higher ground. And I see flames of fire, just as in the first century church in the book of Acts. Flames of fire. Holy Ghost baptisms. Oh, they were changed all right. With the boldness of God. The boldness of God. And in verse 19, he said, no, let me go back up to verse 18. And he said, please, show me your glory. Means show me your beauty. Show me your goodness. Show me your love. Show me, God, this situation. Show me, Lord God, your heart for me. Show me, Lord, your heart for this nation. Show me, Lord, your heart for the lost. Show me, Lord, your heart for those that are wicked and evil and despise you and utterly forsake you, God. Show me your heart. Show me your heart. Show me your heart. Show me your beauty. Show me your beauty. Show me your glory. God, show us your glory. If God shows us and when he shows us and as he's been showing us his beauty and his glory, it's for us to do. It's for us to walk. It's for us to, to change. It's for us to grab hold and say, yes, I will walk different because I am different. You are different. You are filled. Only do what God has told you to do and nothing else. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Don't look to what other people are doing. Don't look. Don't try to compete. Don't try to be like them. You're not like them. Be faithful to God. Be faithful to the, what he's spoken unto you. We do not play church. Not in here and not out there. Don't play church. Be the church. Be the church. You've got the spirit of God's fullness. Even as intercession just flows for my beautiful mama. Intercession, so beautiful, rises up as incense before the Lord. That's what it is. The incense before the Lord. Beautiful incense before the Lord. Jesus. I just had a picture. For all of us that were not raised in the Christian faith, 
but God got a hold of our heart at some point in time. And now we have our own children and grandchildren. You will be that beautiful representation of the heart of God through the power of intercession, just as we're hearing this beautiful mama right here. And your children and your seed and your seed seed will hear the cries, they'll hear the depths through you. This is not just for the ladies. They'll hear the depths, they'll hear the cry through you. Some of you say, but I've not had children. God has given you children. God has given you seed. God has given you spiritual children. And he wants you to model who he is in and through you. But there's a beauty in transparency. There's a beauty in transparency and authenticity. And something is caught. Not taught. It's caught. And lives are changing. Lives change. Lives change. Glory to God. Verse 19, I will make all my goodness pass before you and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face for no man will see my face and live. And the Lord said, here is a place by me. You can stop right there. To know that you're next to God. To know that you're with God. Here is a place next to me. And you shall stand on the rock. And we stand on the rock. The rock of Jesus Christ. We stand on his authority. We stand on his word. We see what God has shown us. We have eyes to see. He has removed the veil for us. He has removed the veil. There is no limitation. The limitations have been removed. The veil has been torn in two. You see now, see or do you see? You see now God has revealed it unto you. You see now. I see what I didn't see before. And it starts when you see the individual and the love of God for them. It starts when you see what they're not capable of seeing, but you see the love of God moving in them. You see the potential in that which God has put before you. Your eyes then start to be opened, truly opened, to the realm of God's glory, because the realm of God's glory is filled with God's remarkable, incredible, indescribable love. Indescribable. But God gives us words. He gives us descriptions. And we'll never reach the height of it, for we can't. But one day we shall see in full and we shall know in full. The best thing that you can do with one another is be that friend that sticks closer than a brethren. Be that friend. He spoke. Moses spoke to God. God spoke to him. Moses spoke to God. He spoke to him. They spoke to one another. As man speaks to a friend, when you speak to your friend, it's a divine walk. It's, it's, if it's truly a friend, then you bear your heart. You're not worried about being judged. You're not worried about any of this. You speak your heart. And sometimes it's just being together and not any word, no word needs to even be spoken as friends. And I have two parallel scriptures 
that do talk about friend, friendship, and this is who we are to be with God. In Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. We're gonna love at all times. We love when it's easy, we love when it's not. We love when we're understood and we love when we are misunderstood. Jesus was misunderstood, guys. Right? He was misunderstood all the time, you know? And there was no sin in him. He was pure. The move of God is offensive for people. It's offensive. When you're so undone in his presence, when you when you've and you've reached the bottom of you and you've seen his hand pull you out, set you on that path. You just don't go back. You just don't go back. So it doesn't matter that people find you offensive. They find you offensive. <laughs> a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Will you love at all times? Forgive whatever grievances need to be forgiven. Love at all times. A brother is born for adversity. In other words, will you be there with that individual through their hard times of adversity? Or will you run because the pressure is too hard? Too hard. It's too hard. You don't understand what they're going through. You don't have to. Be that individual that loves well. That's what Jesus does with us. That's who Jesus is. This is not just man, God speaking to man and man speaking to God in the Old Testament. It's still true to this day. And it'll always be true because God's word never returns unto us void. And the other verse is Proverbs 18, 24. A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And I know there's times in our life where Everybody abandons you. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. But there's, there's been times in my life where it's just, it's just Jesus. But Jesus never left me. He'll never abandon you. He'll never leave you. Never forsake you. He says he sticks closer than a brother. Closer than a brother. Closer than blood. Because he is blood to us. It's the blood of Jesus. It's your blood, it's your blood, it's your blood that's transformed us. It's his blood that has saved us. It's his blood that has filled us and totally turned us around. That's who we are in him and that's who we need to be for one another. So right now I'm going to ask you all to stand up, say, Father, I thank you for your word that never returns void unto us. I thank you, Father God, for your filling of every single individual in this room even those watching online I thank you Lord God for your glory for your glory we thank you for your glory for your glory for your glory God we thank you for your glory for your glory oh my God my God my God Oh, my God, my God, my God. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Oh, Jesus.
The word has gone forth. You've received it. It's yours. You've been transformed. Never to be the same again. We give you the praise, God. Thank you.